right, we're gonna be doing. All right, we're gonna be doing a, a notice today. We want to spend some time to get some people in here. Um, oh shoot, I didn't. Um, I didn't share the link. Let me turn that back on. Sorry about that. I need to see that people are coming in. All right, we got people on Facebook. All right. Now let's do this. Alright, so we are just going to do a very simple, very straightforward notice on elections, and I figured I would take a different route because um, I believe that this is a more easier way for people to understand. Basically, uh, federal money is shaping elections, which means that our elections are no longer free and equal, and so I will lay that out. And so the number one thing that you can look at is that if you are guaranteed free and equal elections, there is federal money that is shaping those elections, which means that they're no longer free and equal, which means that it is a bad form of government. And that bad form of government means that any election with federal money that's shaping any federal money that requires state elections to conform to federal election standards is bad form because it's now conforming to federal standards instead of the state independence. So state has free and equal elections. And so if your state takes federal money, they all do, then those that federal money is um, making it to where the federal government is partnering with the state government. So you have a... Uh, you have a, uh, a partnership and that partnership is conflating the distribution of powers and you can't have that. So anyway, that's what we're getting, getting at. I'm trying to find free and equal because we're gonna look that up. Okay, here we go. So now we're just gonna go. Uh, we wanna give remedy. I, you know, if, if people aren't giving you remedy and not telling you how to do stuff, then you know, what's, what's the point? Um, we're at the time in America where people need to be helping how to do stuff. I guess that is 150. Let's do 200. Okay, 200. There we go. And then we can make myself smaller. Where's this? Where's this? I go down here and boom, because you don't really need to see me. Uh, if you want to help uh, do a direct gift or whatnot, those links are in the description below. You want to help out the J6ers, those uh, description is below. And on that, that's just for the certified mail to go everywhere. I pocket nothing. I get paid nothing. Uh, the fine people that support me at the links that say support Jaren below are the ones that help pay me, uh, that bless me with their love gifts um, and the memberships therein. Uh, but I get no, none of the money from the J6. I don't get. I don't pocket any of the money from the coffee. I don't do any of that stuff. Uh, all that goes out to uh, to accomplish the purposes it does. But it would be appreciated, and that link is in the description below. It's also right there. That's the one-time or recurring gift right there. That would be a blessing. Anyway, here we go. Notice of maladministration of federal funds impairing free elections. Uh, maladministration is wrong administration. Federal funds are public funds from the federal government, and they are impairing free elections, I'll say, of states. Of states. Uh, I'll just say state, because you're only going to send it to your state people. 
Uh, notice the agent is notice the principal. Notice the principal is notice the agent. We've covered that before. I, then you're going to write your name, one of the people that's your highest status in standing in the law as seen in the Oklahoma Constitution or Article 2, Section 1. And just so you understand, we can do any state constitution. So you go to Ballotpedia, you can look up any state constitution. Let's do Nebraska, right? Here's Nebraska. You can go to Nebraska Bill of Rights. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm reading here. Stupid pop-ups. Um, here we have Nebraska Bill of Rights, Article 1, Section 1. All persons are by nature free and independent. They have the inherent and inalienable rights. Among these are life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, uh, lawful defense. Oh, you can hunt. Look at that. Look at that, Nebraska. Lawful common defense, hunting, recreational use, and other lawful purposes. So if you want to uh, do stuff, you can do stuff. Uh, but there's your statement of rights. We're looking for... Uh, due process of law. So every every um, every constitution. Again, I, I haven't studied Nebraska, but every constitution is going to have uh, where it mentions the people shall not be denied, you know, their rights, and that's what we're looking for. So if you're in Nebraska, you would be looking at look at that the right. Of peaceably assembled to petition government, the right of the people peaceably to assemble to consult for the common good, to petition the government or any de department thereof shall never be abridged. So if I was in Nebraska, I'd say Article 1, Section 19. I'm those people. I'm those people. I'm the people with the power. I'm the people. And then obviously Article, you know, you've got that. So you look up your um, state constitutions and they'll tell you who, look at this. The, the, this enumeration of rights shall not be construed to impair, deny others, retained by the people, and all powers not herein delegated remain with the people. So that's what I would say if I was Nebraska. Article 1, Section 26, as seen in there. Uh, and just to show you another one, let's go down to Wyoming. Uh, Wyoming, Declaration of Rights, Ballotpedia, look at that. All powers inherent the people. So if I was Wyoming, I'd say Article 1, Section 1. I'm the one of the people as in Article 1, Section 1. So that is just to show you that it's not just about the IRS. You can, you know, it's it's whoever you are, but you want to come in and stand as one of the people. Republican inform because we are governing. We are we have a Republican inform. We have a Republican government, which means the administration of government is open. Its affairs are open to the control of all the people. Sui juris by our own right do serve you. I would give this to the county commissioner. I would give this to an election board person. Uh, I would give this to as many people as possible, but you're going to write in their name. County commissioner or whatnot. And the broad diffusion of knowledge is the best because, uh, again, this is not push. This is not give paper, get remedy. This is broad diffusion of knowledge. More people who know the truth, the better the, uh, you know, the better the, the truth gets out there. And the truth is going to destroy these people by God with love and peace. This notice by necessity, which is an overwhelming force, can't stop it, that you do provide immediate due care. And I'll say that real fast. What we're arguing and what we're saying is the highest form of law. There will be no argument against this because we're arguing, we're, excuse me, we are declaring the law according to the Constitution. There is no argument with this. There is, however, a multi-trillion dollar incentive for this not to work. So if you go by yourself thinking one piece of paper is going to unlock and destroy all the walls of Jericho, amen, God bless, God can do whatever he wants. God gets the victory, and in order for God to get the victory and the glory, more people got to know. So the broad diffusion of knowledge, get the truth out there, tell people Joe Biden is buying your elections, because that's effectively what's happening. Please take notice that the people that people have all political power. Elections are political events that belong to people. This is true. Uh, governments don't do elections. Elections are political events that belong to people. And because people have all political power, elections belong to the people. Now, you can be an elector or a citizen or a voter or whatever exercising your rights to participate. But the elections, the choice, the choice is the people's. This is how we take our political will and we give it to government. This is how we this is how we communicate. Uh, this is one way we communicate our political will. The state election board supervises elections. Now, again, this is for Oklahoma, but you, there's every state's going to have its own election board. Just go do the research and figure out what yours is called. Uh, state election board supervises elections, which means its policy is not law. Policy is not law. 
policy is not law. Policy is not law. And no law can be inconsistent with free and equal elections. Now we're going to go here, our Oklahoma Constitution, Article 2, Section 1, Political Power. This is what we looked at, all political powers inherent in the people. Government is instituted for their protection, security, and benefit, and to promote their general welfare. And they have the right to alter or reform the same whenever the public good may require it. Look at that. They, people, have the right, from Jesus, to alter or reform the same government whenever, that's Sunday, even when Chick-fil-A is closed, the public good may require it. When is it good for your elections to be free and equal? Anytime. So you can do this anytime. Provided such change be not repugnant to the Constitution of the United States. Amen. What we're going to look at is we're actually going to just be demanding the law. Oklahoma Constitution, Article 3, Section 5, free and equal elections. This reads, all elections shall be free and equal. So now let's go to our handy camera and we'll look up handy camera. And we're looking up free, where you go, where you go, where you go, where you go. Free and clear, free and equal. There we go. Free and equal. Come on, camera. Come on, camera. Free and equal. As used in a constitutional provision, like the one we just read, that elections shall be free and equal. Uh, word free means that everyone entitled to vote should have a reasonable opportunity to do so a reasonable manner of doing so, etc. And the word equal means that every vote cast should have its decisive effect in the selection or choice to be made at the election. That's where it's going to be critical because you got cheap machines, algorithms, you don't know what they do, open to the internet, all this other kind of stuff. Now, folks, we're saying maladministration. We're not even arguing fraud. We're just saying maladministration. By the which way, the Gateway Pundit put out yesterday the word maladministration. I wonder where they're starting to get these words from. Hmm. The term means that the voter shall not be physically restrained in the exercise of the right of franchise, either by civil or military authority. Now, civil authority, well, we'll keep going, and that every voter shall have it the same right uh, as every other voter. Now here, civil or military authority. A civil authority doesn't mean that they... Um, Restraining here is by a physical, if it's a military authority, or civil, which is some type of procedural authority. But if your equal doesn't have the decisive effect, then you're not free, right? A free and equal election is one at which every person entitled to vote may do so if he desires, although it can hardly be said that if only a few are prevented from voting, the election is not free and equal in the constitutional sense. It is the essence of free elections, listen, that the right of suffrage be untrammeled and unfettered. If you've got rights, excuse me, if you've got elections, free elections, that have the right of suffrage that is, that is disturbed in any way. Unfettered means that there's nothing restraining you, nothing preventing you, nothing shaping, guiding, directing, or otherwise, um, you know, manipulating your process. Untrammeled, it's not smoothed over. Right, So you're, you're no longer just smoothing out the edges. You're making sure that you're not obstructing what I do by me individually. And that the ballot represent and express the elector's own intelligent judgment and conscience. And there can be no free election unless there is freedom of opinion. An election to be free must be without coercion of any description. Must be without coercion of any description must be without coercion of any description must be without coercion of any description or any deterrent from the elector's exercise of his free will by means of any intimidation or influence whatsoever or influence whatsoever or influence whatsoever although there is no violence or no physical coercion you see that influence can be something that is not violence or physical coercion which means you can be intimidated or influenced in the election, even if it doesn't include violence and physical coercion. So whenever people say, "Well, we're not limiting your ability to, uh, we're not limiting your ability to to go have an election," it's like, "Well, uh, are you influencing that election? Any undue influence?" So you go. All elections are free and equal. No power, civil or military. No power. No power. No power. Civil or military shall ever interfere to prevent the free exercise of the right of suffrage. You can't interfere. That doesn't even mean influence. 
that just means interfere, which means to be a part of. Like you're you're going to interfere, like you're going to be part of something that you're not supposed to be part of. Interfering is the normal course of things and all of a sudden you're here. It doesn't mean you've stopped me from doing what I'm doing. It means that you're now a part of what I'm doing. You've interfered with what it is that I'm doing, right? An elector shall, in all cases, except for treason, felony, and breach of the peace, be privileged from arrest during their attendance on elections while going to and from the same. Oklahoma Constitution, Article 3, Section 2, and just your constitutions. Every constitution is going to have the same frame of government. You're always going to have the three branches, and every state constitution is going to specify something about elections. It's going to be in there. Go dig. Go read. Go figure it out. So even though I'm saying Oklahoma... It's the same for whatever state you're in. You just got to go read. The legislature shall create a state election board to be charged with the supervision of such elections as this legislature shall direct. Now think about that. The legislature shall create. So the legis this is the Constitution. The legislature creates something. What do they create? The state election board. What is the purpose of the state election board? To be charged with supervision. Stop. What does supervision mean? So now let's go to supervision. I gotta go find it. This is why it's important to get your Black's Law Dictionary. If you wanna go to commonlawpeople.com, I'll give you a Black's Law Dictionary and 12 hours of content about the common law for free. Enter your email, get knowledge. Supervision, supervision, there we go. Supervision, where's my camera? There we go. Supervision, where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Right there. Um, supervision, an act of occupation or supervising. Inspection, inspection, you see that? Supervision is an act of occupation of supervising inspection. So whenever the state election board creates, or excuse me, whenever the legislature creates the state election board, the state election board is charged with the supervision, which just means inspection. Not control, not authority, not dominion, not um, you know, not rule making, none of that. Supervision, inspecting, inspecting. The state election board is charged with inspecting of such elections as this legislature shall direct. Now, why would the state election board only be responsible for inspecting elections? And that's because if you understand what elections are, they shall be free and equal. They all have to be ran the same. They all have to have the same standards. They all have to go the same way. So one county can't do it different than another county. They have to be uniform. In order to be uniform, they need someone to come down and inspect. If someone comes down and inspects and they say, these two people are doing it differently, the way the Constitution reads is that the legislature shall direct the state election board to be charged with the inspection of such elections as the legislature shall direct. So if the legislature tells the, uh, if the legislature writes the statutes in Oklahoma, that's Title 26, and we're going to show it here in a little bit. If the legislature writes the statutes, the statutes are going to tell everybody how to run the elections. The state election board only job is to say, go inspect if those elections are doing what they're supposed to do. It doesn't mean that they can control. It doesn't mean that they can create rules. It doesn't mean that they can punish. It doesn't mean that they can't change their policy. And policy is not law, okay? So that's just what's it. Not more than a majority of the members of the said board should be selected from the same political party, whatever. Maxims of law, we know that. are These are um, these are the chiefest arguments in the law. They don't need proof. They're already proven. Whenever the interpretation of liberty is doubtful, the answer should always be on the side of liberty. So what we're doing is we're basically saying we have free and equal elections. This is an issue of liberty. And when liberty is the issue, you need to decide on the, on the side of liberty. Please take further notice that county elections are maladministered, which means wrong administration. This is what the Gateway Pundit just said. This is what my teacher, hat tip to Dave Jose, Real Dave Cares for You on Twitter. Um, maladministration is wrong administration. We the people control government. Because we are a republic and not a democracy, in a republic, the affairs of the government are open for the administration of all people. 
So when people come to government and say, you guys are doing a bad job, that bad job is maladministration. And there's a woman in Wisconsin, she's the uh, former WEC uh, board member, the Wisconsin Election Commission board member. She is not going to be picked up again for her job because it was, it was shown, two of my teammates showed, that she was doing maladministration. And the Gateway Pundit put it up today. In fact, let me go ahead and find that if I can. Turn that off. Where's the, uh, did I do the Gateway Pundit? And let me look it up real fast. I'll show it to you. Gateway Pundit Megan Wolf. Um, let me do this. Oh, it's 60 minutes. Yeah, no, okay, okay, okay. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's do um, producer of one. Gateway Pundit, right? Gateway Pundit, Gateway Pundit. Breaking. Wisconsin Senate Committee votes down WEC recommendation to reappoint Shady Megan Wolf. This is from today, September 11th, 2023. Shout out to the people who lost their lives on September 11th and the people who served. In their honor, we're now giving remedy for problems that the same godless commies are doing to us today. Madison, the Wisconsin Senate Committee shared revenue, elections, and committee protection voted today as promised to not accept the unanimous majority recommendation of Wisconsin Elections Commissioner for the current administration of elections, Megan Wolf, for a four for a new four-year term to in July 1, blah, blah, blah. Look at this. Megan Wolf has been the subject of many Gateway Pundit articles for her maladministration. Now, before you started hearing about notices in the common law and trusts and your state constitutions, had you ever heard of maladministration? And here's the Gateway Pundit, a big uh, news media on the right, on the conservatives, now using maladministration. Where do you think they got that? Where do you think they got that? Not from me. They got it from Dave Jose. They got it from his team because we're not trying to prove fraud. We are saying, as people in charge of government, that the government is doing a bad job. I don't need to prove fraud. I don't need to go figure out what crimes you've committed. I just have to say, I don't like the way you're doing what you're supposed to. Stop. That's it. Period. How can we say that? Well, all political power is inherent in the people. We're the boss. We're the ones in charge. So we're bringing... We're bringing the law, we're bringing the Constitution that every politician has agreed to, and we're telling them, you guys can't do this by right, because we're in charge. That's why. And that's maladministration. So maladministration is, I just don't like what you're doing. It's that simple. If you're the boss and your servant's doing wrong, fire them. Fire them. There's nothing they can do to stop you. Because the Oklahoma State Election Board is in contract with the program for federal funds as part of the Help America Vote Act of 2002. See evidence below. We're going to just quote the Help America Vote Act of 2002. It's Public Law 107-252-116-STAT-1666. Stat If you really wanted, uh, you can get to... Where did, I, where did I put it? It's this. Here's the public law, right? It was passed October 29th, 2002. Help America Vote Act, right? If we go down here... We're going to read this right here. The purpose right here is exactly what we're quoting. It's exactly what we're quoting right here. To establish a program to provide funds. So look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Break this down. Do not let these lawyers or these lobbyists get this by you. This is a law that grants Congress the ability to contract to give money to states. So the feds giving money to states is not the law with force, it's basically saying we're going to pass a law that gives you guys the opportunity to contract to give states money. So giving the states money is not the law. That's a program. It's a contract. It's basically, you know, hey, we're going to give you money. And if you want our money in exchange, you do what we say. Question, why would the federal government have to create a program to incentivize states to do what the feds say? Answer, the feds cannot tell the states how to run their elections. How do we know that? Because the state constitutions say, all elections shall be free and equal. 
The state constitutions are responsible for the state elections, the state standards, the state administration. And the federal government can't touch it. And whenever you really understand what we're saying, the federal constitution, the U.S. Constitution, as new states are granted and accepted into the union, those new states have to have a Republican form of government. How do I know that? Well, we go up to our U.S. Constitution. Where's my mouse? There it is. We go up to our U.S. Constitution. We go down to Article 4, Section 4. And the U.S. Constitution says, The United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government. What does that mean? That means every state is going to have its constitution and every state is going to have its own declaration of rights bill of rights something like that every state that was wyoming let's i'm just not gonna look i'm gonna go like this and all of a sudden boom hawaii 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 constitution we go down to hawaii constitution article one bill of rights click on it oh look at that all political power of the state is inherent in the people. Wow, Hawaii. Did you guys in Lahaina know that you guys have all political power? Nope. Because you guys, no, nope, people don't. We haven't been taught this. We haven't been taught our state constitutions. We haven't been taught the law. So here we're going to go back. We're going to say um, this, this law, this Help America Vote Act, to establish a program. So we're going to, the feds are going, the feds created a law where the feds can contract with states to do what? To provide funds to states to replace punch card voting systems. Now, back in 2000, George Bush was going against uh, Al Gore, and Florida had this big thing where they're doing the hanging chads and the things. So the feds came back and said, we're going to give money to states to replace punch card voting systems. Well, Oklahoma didn't have punch card voting systems. And the feds couldn't the feds couldn't tell florida to get rid of the punch card voting system they couldn't do it if florida wants the punch card voting system florida can do the punch card voting system but the feds not wanting the punch card voting system paid states money to adopt federal standards how do i know that let's read to establish the election assistance commission to assist in the administration of federal elections and to otherwise provide assistance with the administration. You notice how we're saying maladministration? What they call administration, we call maladministration. The feds ain't supposed to be up in your state elections, folks. Of certain federal election laws and programs. Here we go. To establish minimum election administration standards for states and units of local government. The federal government is paying money to states for what? to establish minimum election administration standards for states. But the state constitution says all elections shall be free and equal. Do you not recognize that the free and equal elections guaranteed in the Oklahoma constitution is not the same as establishing minimum election administration standards for states? Those two things are separate. They are not the same. And because the feds can't tell the states what to do, the feds passed a law to where they could grease their palms and contract with them and give them money. Why? So the states would do what? To establish minimum election administration standard for state and units of local government with responsibility for the administration of federal elections and for other purposes. The feds are paying states to run elections the way the feds are telling states to run them. So if you are a state, you are running your election the way the feds tell you so that you can get the fed money. But you're doing that outside of the stipulation of a free and equal election. Do you see that? Does that make sense? All right. So now, uh, so that's what, this, that's what this law says. That's what this law says. And if you go through that law, like you run through that, there's a lot of money involved in this, folks. Like over $650 million just at 2002. It's going to be a lot more now. And think about that. If if elections, or in this case, selection, this is the birth of selections, by the way. Selections and elections. If, a mil if America 
is the strongest nation in the history of the world, which I believe it is, then the elections, which determine the distribution of political power and the people in orifice, this is a multi-trillion dollar idea. So for the low, low price of, in 2002, $650 million, for the low, low price of $650 million, the federal government got its tentacles in every state's election administration. And that right there, that right there is why no state election board gives a crap about you asking them, hey, can we get rid of the machines? They don't care. Why? Because they've been making that money. They're making money. The state election boards are getting paid lots of money by the federal government. Question. If you work for the state government, getting public funds from the state taxpayers of Oklahoma, can you then at the same time get paid money from the federal government? The answer is no. That's a double agent. You are an agent of Oklahoma and you are an agent now of the federal government because you're in a program with the federal government. It's a violation of distribution of powers, right? The federal government is not the state government. That's one bad thing. And then two, it's a it's a uh, it's dual loyalty. It's you don't have a loyalty to Oklahoma. Your loyalty is now to the feds. You can't do that. The constitutions can't be repugnant against each other. So you can't in Oklahoma do anything in Oklahoma that goes against the U.S. Constitution. But the U.S. Constitution can't do anything that goes against Oklahoma Constitution. And if the Oklahoma Constitution first says, and it does, all elections shall be free and equal, then that means states run their elections. Which means the federal government does not run state elections. So when the federal government comes and they pass programs to give money to establish minimum election administration standards, that's blending the responsibilities and you can't do that. The reason why this is repugnant is because it's no longer free and equal. And just so you can see it from their own website, here is the law. This is from congress.gov. See right up there, congress.gov? Just read it. It's, it's, their own, it's their own stupid law. It's their own stupid statute. Look at this. That's what it writes. To establish a program to provide funds to states to replace punch card voting systems, to establish the Election Assistance Commission, uh, the uh, assistance the administration of federal elections, and to otherwise provide assistance with the administration of certain federal election laws and programs to establish minimum election administration standards for states and units of local government with responsibility for the administration of federal elections and for other purposes. You get paid a lot of money. A lot of money. You scroll down here, you can actually see it's like $650 million was the first grant of money. And then it's like minimum $5 million every year after that. I mean, it, it's, folks, it, it is a lot of money. There's a ton of money in elections. Uh, because I mean, America. I mean, America is the greatest country in the history of the world. It's certainly the superpower right now, fading, fleeting though it is. And so, if you controlled its elections and the way that they were administered, and you had the the officials in every state who are supposed to be accountable to the state legislature are really getting money. And here's the thing: the governors are going to be making money on this. Anybody in government that stands to lose this money has an incentive to not hear people when they complain about elections. So what we are going to do is we're just going to point out, we know you guys are making money. We know you're making money, which goes against the Constitution. You are getting paid to war against the Constitution. Does that make sense? Like, does, does it click? All right. Um, here we go. Please take notice that counties are organized corporate and body politic. I should say body politic and corporate. Let me do that again body, politic, and corporate. Okay, so let me show you what that means. Let me look it up. Body, politic. Okay. Producer of one. Here's my pen. Where's my mouse? Here we go. Body, politic, and corporate. This is Black's Law Fourth. A social compact by which the whole people covenants with each citizen. People are not citizens. Citizens are not people. And each citizen with the whole people. That all, all, shall be governed by certain laws for the common good. So in a republic, the people can administer the affairs of the government. And the citizens are like a, a member 
that it's, it's like going to a country club or like a golf club or a dance club or whatever. You get membership. If you are a citizen, it means you are entering the public realm and you are enjoying the benefits of the club, which is the government. Government is voluntarily... Vo- Government is a voluntary association. And so if you are participating in the government for its benefits, like voting, that's a privilege in government. So whenever you're going to enjoy the privilege of voting, you are a citizen. Now you take that hat off and you go back to your house and you live with your family. You are now one of the people. You always reserve the rights that God gives you. But whenever you covenant as a citizen, the citizens are the ones that are going to be involved in the government and the politics, and they do that for the benefit of the people. And the people covenant, which is entering into an agreement, with the citizens that are participating in government. Why? They So shall be governed by certain laws for the common good. The common good is the common law. We want the law of the land. We want our rights. We want justice. We want a responsive government whenever we tell them stuff sucks. Make sense? State or national or public associations. You see that? They're they're associations. These are voluntary. These are voluntary associations. So if something's body politic and corporate, it's voluntary association where you can participate. Now, let's go back to our notice. Uh, So counties are organized by body politic and corporate, which means that local rule of government is essential to county government. Isn't that what we just said? Local rule is like, we're going to rule the county. We're going to govern the county. Federal funds, here's the kicker. Federal funds in exchange for state election policy waives the benefit of a free and open election. Waives the benefit of free and open elections. Okay. So if federal money comes in, the federal money is an exchange for a benefit of the Constitution. Well, what's the benefit of the Constitution? Free and equal elections. By right, because Jesus made you, and the Bible was how the founders, uh, the Bible was what the founders read to give our government the frame that it does to create the public trusts that we have, we get free, we get benefits just because Jesus made us. We get benefits because Christ is King, and His rights come, our rights come from Him. So, because our rights are inherent, and God gives them to us, then we get benefits from Christ being King. One of the benefits of Christ being king is your elections are free and equal. Now, why is that? Because if you have your liberty and I have my liberty, both of which God gives them to us, I can't use my liberty against you. You can't use your liberty against me. But we both have the same opportunity for choice. The choice is the election, which is why elections are political events that belong to people. Only people who God makes can choose. Period. Only people that God makes choose in elections. That's how we are communicating our political will. And a benefit of Christ being king is the fact that all elections are free and equal. That is a benefit to the Constitution. So when federal funds are in exchange for state election policy, as is the case of the stupid HAVA thing... The Help America Vote Act is literally paying state election boards money so that they can do what? Establish minimum election administration standards for states and units of local government. Okay? So federal funds in exchange for state election policy waives the benefit of of free and open elections. Oklahoma, Constitution, Article 17, Section 1. You guys have something in your state constitutions about counties. It's in there. It's municipal organizations, corporate charter, it's counties, it's in there. It's in there. You gotta go look. Oklahoma, it's Article 17. So I don't know what state you're in, but you know, let's just show this. Let's just let's just show. Let's pick up a, a random state. I wanna go uh, let's just do random state, random state. Uh, stop. Massachusetts. Oh, this is gonna be hard because Massachusetts Massachusetts is one of the earliest ones. So these guys like their their uh, their um, constitutions are really they're not as organized. But I mean, look at this. You know, body the body politic is formed by a voluntary association. Look at that. I couldn't have planned that better. Massachusetts, Massachusetts Constitution. The preamble tells you what. And Massachusetts is one of the first one of the first original colonies. The body politic is formed by a voluntary association of individuals. 
Government's voluntary, folks. It's voluntary. It's a voluntary association. It is a social compact by which the whole people covenants with each citizen. Isn't that the stupid definition that I just read? Look at that. It is a social compact by which the whole people covenants with each citizen and each citizen with the whole people. Stop. Where's my camera? Where's the camera? Let's go back. Body politic. A social compact by which the whole people covenants with each citizen and each citizen with the whole people. Now, come on. This is Massachusetts. It's Massachusetts preamble. It is the duty of the people, therefore, in framing a constitution of government to provide for an equitable mode of making laws. Now, what would be an equitable mode of making laws? That would include uh, elections. That would include free and equal elections. Maybe this was good. It was good to do this. Okay, so now we've got, uh, and it tells you all sorts of stuff. This is why it's good to read your stuff. Let's go, let's see if we can't, see, look at that. Part the second, frame of government. Why do I get frame of government? Because it's in the stupid constitutions. They're not stupid constitutions. Now, I need to see executive power, legislative power, judicial power, delegates to Congress, University of Cambridge. This one's tough because Massachusetts is all over the place. Um, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to go chapter six. I'm going to type in county. All right. There's only one. No governor, no person capable, uh, or the people of any county. So it doesn't talk about counties there. So let's go back. Let's go to chapter... F no, we don't want that. Delegates to Congress. Maybe. I don't, I don't think that'll be it. What we're trying to do is we're trying to find... Uh, no, I want county all right it's not there i want to see if it's got county it's not judicial executive legislative probably legislative so let's go chapter f county boom all right and the several and the several counties of this commonwealth shall until the general court shall determine so what is this so this is general courts so it speaks to counties except that the counties of dukes county blah 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 Dukes County, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So let's go down. So it's talking about, so it's talking about the sheriff of each county and it's talking about the sheriff of each county. So counties have sheriffs, which is implying their own law enforcement, their own self-rule. This is hard because Massachusetts, it's old. Massachusetts is, is, is really old. Uh, let's go back. What is this? This is article... Just chapter one, Massachusetts. Let's go to chapter two. County. Yeah, it just talks about sheriff of the county. All right. Judiciary power. Well, let's try it. Let's try it. Nope. All right. Well, Matt, uh, see, this is this is where. Ooh, what was that? Um. There's probably going to be legislation in counties. See, delegates to Congress. See, this has completely derailed me. I had to choose. I had to choose one of the early ones. I could have just shifted. I could have shifted to something much later, and it'd be a lot easier. Um, but the point is, counties are formed. They have their own entities. You saw here that there are sheriffs of the county. A sheriff is going to be law enforcement. So that means that there's law enforcement at the county level, which means that there's administrative decisions at the county level, which would also mean if we could go to the judiciary. Where's the judiciary? So it continues in any place of justice of the peace. So this is saying that they can create uh, justice of the peace and judges anywhere around the, the state. They can appoint courts. Yeah, so, the, so it, it's, it's, it's skirting the issue of counties, but it's not calling them counties. But it's talking about local governance. That's, I mean, that's what it's talking about. Okay, let me, let me, let me redeem myself here real fast. Let me do something that's later. Montana. Here we go, Montana. Here we go, Montana. Where's your counties? Where's your counties? General government, suffrage and election, the executive, revenue, public lands, local government. Boom. There you go. Uh, 
The term local government unit includes, but is not limited to, counties and incorporated cities and towns. Boom. Other local governments unit may be established by law. Boom. There you go. Look at that. Counties. See that? See, it's a lot more clear. It's a lot clearer, I should say. Uh, but anyway, the, the point is that counties. Uh, 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 Article 17, Section 1. Each county in the state now or hereafter organized shall be body politic and corporate. We looked that up. Oklahoma Constitution, Article 23, Section 8, contracts waiving benefits of a constitution invalid. Any provision of a contract. Any provision of a contract. What's a, what's a contract? Let's go back up to the public law. This is the HAVA Act, right? This is the Help America Vote Act. Help America Vote Act. It's a program. A program is a contract. The contract has provisions. What's one of the provisions? To establish minimum election administration standards for states. So that's a provision of a contract. Now we go back to our this. Any provision of a contract, expressed or implied, it's expressed because it's written. Implied is um, implied is, let's say that I go to a, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, I go to a, a burger place. I give them my money, I tell them what I want, they don't have it ready, I go sit. Whenever I go sit, if someone brings it to me, that's the implied contract. We didn't sign anything, we didn't agree to it, it just was, I give you money, you will give me my burger, you will give me my whatever, and when it's done, you'll call my number or you'll bring it out to my table. That is an implied contract, okay? So any provision of a contract, Express or implied, made by any person. So now let's look up person because this is going to blow your mind. A person is not a people. A person can be and is usually a government entity. I'll show it to you. That way you know. Person, person, person. Person, person. Producer of one. Where's my handy dandy camera? Boom. Person. A man considered according to the rank he holds in society with all the right to which the place he holds entitles him and the duties which he imposes. Right? The word in its natural, which is not lawful. Natural is not lawful. Just because it's natural does not mean that that's what the law says. And usual signification includes women as well as men. Term may include artificial beings as a corporation. All government is a corporation. If right now anybody's going, well, the corporation's taking us over, you're stupid. All government is always corporate. Always. We've always had a corporation running the government. Always. What you're doing is you're conflating the organic acts of 1871 to be some despotic, godless, commie, uh, you know, anti-American corporation, which I agree with you, it is. But what you're doing in the process is that you're actually hurting the people because you're teaching them wrongly that government isn't a corporation. Government is always a corporation. It's a meeting of people. It's a group of people. You know what? Let's just do that. Just put a, let's put my marker in there. Let's go back to the COs. Let's just look up what a corporation is. And that way you can see and stop being scared of this internet conspiracy. Well, it's not even a conspiracy. It's this internet um, dog whistle, right? Corporation, an artificial person or legal entity created by or under the authority of the laws of a state or nation. Boom. That's it. That's all it is. That's all a corporation is. So stop being like, the corporation has taken over America. It's always legal entity created by or under the authority of the laws. That's the Constitution. But the corporation has taken over America. Just stop. Stop. You're hurting the people. Stop hurting the people. All right, we go back to person. Person can include artificial beings, corporation, quasi-corporation, right? Uh, territorial corporations and foreign corporations, right? Without statutes forbidding the taking of property without the process of law and giving all persons the equal protections of the laws. Boom. Corporations cannot do what? Under statutes forbidding the taking of property without due process of law and giving to all persons an equal protection of the laws. So you're still, I'm still going to have people in the comments, Jared, you need to do your research. You haven't figured out the state national stuff. We're all a corporation. No, 
I'm not a corporation. I'm one of the people. I'm made in God's image. I have rights because Jesus is king and he is good. You may be a corporation because you don't know what the presumptions are in law and you don't know how to stand on what the law is. That's your problem, not mine. But no, I am not a corporation. Well, Jaron, you signed the, the, what's it called, the social security thing with the birth print and the footprint, birth certificate and the footprint, and you're in a thing with the Q-SIP and it's just, just run from those people. Run from those people. Any provision of a contract expressed or applied made by any person by which any of the benefits of this constitution is sought to be waived shall be null and void. What is sought to be waived? Well, because we're establishing minimum election administration standards as part of the federal co uh, contract, we are waiving what? Free and equal elections. So we get the benefit because Jesus is king and he gives us rights. He gives us the right to free and equal elections. <clears throat> the Constitution secures that because that power is reserved by us from government. So when government makes its own rules and forms its own contracts and persons are signing contracts, state election board is signing a contract with the federal election commission, Though that unholy unconstitutional marriage is waiving the benefit of free and equal elections, which is a benefit of the Constitution. And in Oklahoma, you can't waive the benefit of this Constitution. Now, the way that you would say this if you are in another state is you're talking about the distribution of powers. I'll show you. Let me go back to, let's just do, so this is Montana again, right? Montana, every state, I'm calling it right now. Every state has something in their constitution that says distribution of powers. There's going to be legislative, executive, judicial. They can't blend. You've seen that Ghostbusters. Don't cross the streams. That's this. Every single state constitution is going to talk about distribution of powers. The reason why it does that is because you have it, your state constitutions are express public trusts. Power is granted and specifically stipulated on how power can be used. The distribution of powers is telling them the judiciary can't use the legislature. The legislature can't use the executive. The executive can't use the judiciary. You can't blend the streams. Well, that's also if you have an executive, a uh, judicial, and a legislative in the state, that's the state. That means if the powers are distributed and expressly only used by, as it's said in the Constitution, you guys can't blend with the feds. That's a foreign entity. That's a completely different entity. So the federal government can't come down to the state government and start to contract with the legislative branch and its executive or its uh, election boards. So let me show you this. <coughs> oh, maybe it's here. Maybe it's Article 12. Nope, that's not it. We want distribution of powers. Distribution of powers. Distribution of powers. General government. Oh, look at that. Separation of powers. The power of government of this state is divided into three distinct branches. Legislative, executive, judicial. No person or persons charged with the exercise of power properly belonging to one branch shall exercise any power belonging to either of the others except as this constitution expressly directed or permitted. Make my point? Now, that's just Montana. What about um, Florida? Let's just go to Florida. Let's just go to Florida. Let's just show you Florida. I will show you Florida. Boom, Florida. We go down. We're looking for separation of powers. We're looking for frame of government. General provisions. General provisions. Those are the state boundaries. We're not looking for that. That's telling you where the boundaries are. Seat government. We're not looking at that. Branches. Here we go. The powers of the state government shall be divided into the legislative, executive, judicial branches. No person belonging to one branch shall exercise any powers appertaining to either of the other branches unless expressly provided herein. So if you don't have what Oklahoma has that says this, the, the way that you say this, if, you're, if your constitution doesn't say this, which it probably doesn't, maybe not, if it doesn't say something like this, the way that you get to that is you say uh, what we were just pointing at, which is the branches of government, the division of powers. And just to show you that I'm not staging it, uh, yeah, let's do Alaska. Let's do Alaska. We're looking for powers and branches of government. Declaration of Rights, Legislature, Executive, Suffrage, 
appointments, natural resources, finances, local government, no, initiative, referendum, recall, general provisions. General provisions, state boundaries, intergovernmental relations, uh, office of profit, disloyalty, oath of office, merit system, retirement system, residual power. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um... Oh, I like that. The provisions of this Constitution shall be construed to be self-executing whenever possible. That's good. Okay. Consent to act to admission. So statehood. Where is this at? Oath. See, look at that. Membership and employee retirement, it's a contractual relationship. You're in a contractual relationship. Oh, there, here we go. The enumeration of specified powers in this Constitution shall not be construed as limiting the powers of the state, which is not as specific, but that's saying that it's specific powers. Speci specified powers shall not be construed as limiting the powers of the state. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. General provisions, apportionment, local government. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. It's gonna talk about it. You just gotta find and this is this is this is how it I mean this is how it goes. If you don't know your constitutions, you gotta read them. It's gonna be in here. Effective suits against the state. Sorry if it's if it's going too fast if, if you're not reading. I'm trying to find the uh going over a lot of good stuff but once 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 you know what you're looking for you can pretty much nail it down real fast because you know exactly what you're looking for so this is talking about all executive and administrative offices departments agencies of state government and respective function powers and duties shall be allocated by law according to uh, uh, among and within not more than 20 principal departments so this is talking about, you know, you can't go outside of what's specifically said. Um, look at that. It says regulatory quasi-judicial. I mean, like that right there is huge. It's basically telling you they're going to have things that look like courts that aren't courts. I mean, like heads up. Like that Like that right there is how they screw over a lot of people. Um, It's not going to be in the judiciary. Suffrage and elections. Legislative apportionment. Maybe this is it. I doubt it. House districts. Oh, boy. Local government. Maximize... Well, That's cool. All right. For Alaska, if you're in Alaska, I would look at um, the state and its political subdivisions may cooperate with the United States. Oh, that's it. 
The state and its political subdivisions may cooperate with the United States and its territories and with other states and their political subdivisions on matters of common interest. The respective legislative bodies may make appropriations for this purpose. So that is a form of it. It's not as specific, but it's basically saying it's identifying there's political subdivisions which are not the United States and their territories, but they may uh, cooperate for common interests, matters on common interest. Well, if you go to the... Um, uh, if we go back to suffrage and elections, it's going to tell you what. Um, look at that on every Tuesday. So there's no. I mean, if you have if you have more than one number. Anyway, the point is that there's going to be free elections. There's going to be fair elections, and if it's not in that, it's going to be in. Uh, Inherent rights, source of government, civil rights. One of the problems with Alaska and Hawaii is that they, because they were so late to the Union, you started to see the encroachment of all the socialism come in. And so their constitutions aren't as specific and robust. But they're still going to be constitutional republics. They're just, they're not as explicit as the, the earlier ones. Um... So it's these are these are really hard constitutions because they're they're weak, um, they're weak. All right, let's get back to, to business. Where's my thing? All right, so we're waiving the benefit. Nothing is more just than what is necessary. So we're basically saying you guys are contracting with the feds, which is depriving us our free and fair elections, free and equal elections. Then I want to say, please show me the evidence that federal funds influencing state policy. Excuse me. Please show me the evidence that federal funds influencing state election policy makes county elections free. Fail, failure to show me this evidence means that elections are not free when federal money shapes state policy. Please take final notice. It is my wish to maintain an order that you restore free and open elections as the Oklahoma Constitution secures, which means that elections are one day, use paper ballots, hand count the ballots, only have mail-in ballots for physically handicapped and deployed military, and give all due diligence that elections remain free and equal and that you do publicly declare within seven days receipt of this notice that all elections shall conform to the lawful standard of free and equal and that you never waive the benefit of free and equal elections. Amen. Uh, sign it, blue ink, boom, send. I also want to say um, that you go to the election laws. This is Title 26 of Oklahoma. So you read, this is the, the statute in Oklahoma governing it. Watch this. General elections. Look at this. General elections. On the first Tuesday succeeding the first Monday of November and every four years thereafter, a general election shall be held. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? That tells me that general elections on in the state of Oklahoma are on one day. That's what that says. It says on the first Tuesday. Right? Now, primary elections. A primary election shall be held on the last Tuesday of June. Whoa, 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 whoa. A primary election shall be held on the last Tuesday. Not the week before, not the month before, not the few days after. It's on the Tuesday, the last Tuesday in June. Guys, election law will always tell you that it's one day. Why? Because that's what elections are, by definition. Elections are one day. Now, if you have election month, election season, election quarter, election year, if you've got votes being tallied after the day of election, why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Why do you think it's allowed to be done in the states? To establish minimum election administration standards for states and units of local government with responsibility. Folks, don't you think that a state that is electorally significant could be offered lots of money by the Help America Vote Act fund? And if the state election board official in that state is a godless commie or wants a Ferrari or a new house or a better pension... Don't you think that that person would be able to make a contract with the feds to then get funds to administer the state election policy? And if your governor or your legislators are in cahoots with the state election board, this is why they don't care. This is why whenever you say, hey, these elections are messed up, the machines are messed up, they're bad, they're connected to the internet, this or that, or you go to your local county election board official, 
And they say, my hands are tied. I have to do what the Secretary of Election Board says. Well, the Secretary of Election Board in Oklahoma is charged with what? Supervision. Supervision of such elections. So to inspect elections is not to administer elections. It's not to control elections. It's not to make law because you can't make law. What you do is you make policy. Your policy is not law. So now you've got the opportunity where the feds have passed a public law that gives them money appropriated for contracting with states to do what? Oh, shoot. I don't know what that is. Get off my screen. Uh, to do what? To administer, to establish minimum election administration standards for states. The states are going to do what the feds pay them to do. That's why your elections are screwed up. And what we're doing right here is we're saying that you are denying us a benefit of the Constitution. Folks, this is war. When you've got someone who gets federal funds, or excuse me, whenever you've got someone in the state who's making uh, money, when you've got the Oklahoma Election Board guy, and he's getting paid by Oklahoma monies, he can't also get paid by federal funds and get federal monies. Now, what he will say is... I'm not pocketing this money. I'm not doing this money. Show me the audit. Show me the audit of the funds. Show me the audit of the funds. Because here's the talking point. Here's your so what. Joe Biden is buying your election. Already. Because all they got to do is pay money. Because they're in contract with states. And if they're in contract with states, they're going to be able to buy your elections. And that's why your elections are bad. So the first notice that we did, we went through maladministration and we were speaking about how to get elections to be the way that we wanted them. You also saw right now that in Oklahoma Title 26, elections are literally all already one day. And if I go back up here, watch this. If I go back up here to Section 3121, look at this, 3121, ballot de uh, devices, where are you at? 121? Voting devices. There shall be one voting device and ballot box for each precinct. Each voting device shall be equipped with an opening through which a ballot may be inserted. May be inserted is not must be inserted, not shall be inserted. It's may be inserted. So whenever we come back and we say, hey, we want one ballot one day and we want hand counted, well, that's already the law. That's literally already the law. Elections are one day. They, they don't have to go through the voting machine. That's just Oklahoma. This is why you have to know what the law is. You have to do the research and figure out what the laws say. But I wanted to give that to you. It's yours. God bless. If you want to say thank you, if you were inspired, equipped, edified, or otherwise entertained, please say thank you. There's support links in, the, in below. Pray for your efforts. Get a lot of people on board whenever you do it. Don't do it by yourself. Do not do this by yourself. Not because there's any repercussions. There won't be. You're, you're lawful. Everything we're doing here is lawful. But it's about, it's about the truth. It's about the broad diffusion of knowledge. Share the content. Tell other people to do it. Go in mass. Uh, keep following my content. Hat tip to my coach, Dave Jose. Real Dave, or at Real Dave cares for you. God bless. Take care. Have a good day.